Right then, Paul, how are you doing, mate? Not too well at the minute. Could be better than life, but have your ups and downs. But when you hit rock bottom, there's only one way, one way to go, and that's up. And um, at the minute, I'm not in the best of places. I'm down on me luck, but things can only get better. Um, obviously, just need a group of friends I'm hanging around with at the minute are homeless, but some of them are burning bridges and I need to think of myself because, number one, because if I don't, well, I'm not going to get anywhere. And I, I'm thinking of other people when I should be thinking about myself. Aye. So, which my work is is forgetting about like anybody else, and I should be thinking about myself. And me, I should focus on me, number one. Focus on yourself, yeah. yeah. So, Paul, I've got like, a couple of questions. Um, I think the first question is obviously, if we were to pinpoint a single reason why you are, you are actually homeless and on the streets, what would it be? Hanging around with the wrong, wrong, wrong friends who are for only friends, just not just associates, um, getting trouble, getting locked up, trouble in the door, police, then that caused arguments with me, man, and my dad. And then, obviously, we ran stuck in the middle of it, having a nervous breakdown. And then, from then, I was, I was 18, I moved out, I'm standing on my own two feet. And then, I lost my granddad, and until I lost my granddad, I went really downhill, started like, getting into a lot of trouble, getting locked up, and using drugs, drinking hard drugs, coke. Like, you know what I mean? So you think drugs had a, drugs had had a part in the problem? I was depression, I suffered post-traumatic stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I was on benefits like DLE and then I lost all that. Um, I feel medical, just, just had a hard life past like eight how, how did you get into the drug scene? Just, just like where I'm from and it's like in the States, like everywhere you go and it's really, in my, in my eyes, it's the people you're around. If you're, if you're around people who aren't on drugs, you're not going to be taking drugs. Yeah. So, so like, I used to play football, mm -hmm. but obviously I ruined, ruined my football career because I smoked cigarettes and then moving on to cannabis and stuff like that, drink. So, so the cannabis you started just started off knocking like about with the wrong people. And then just moved on from there for like, like, see, it's the gateway, isn't it? And you start the gateway drug, yeah. Yeah, cannabis. How, how was it a gateway drug for you? What did it lead on to? It lead on from cannabis and where you start going to raves like the powerhouse, the yeah. new monkey, and start doing ease. Ecstasy. Yeah, and then like from there, went to cocaine, and then. After that, I ended up on smoking the cocaine on a high. So smoking the cocaine that, as well? And that, that's when I went really downhill, like lost my family, like the, sort of falling out with family and stuff like that. So um, you've mentioned family there. So take us... Come here, man. Take us, take us back to, the, to your family then. Thank you. Thank you. Come here, How was it growing up? Where did it... What, where did you grow up? Was it in Sunderland? No, through Washington. Through Washington. Like, like as a kid, with my family, my sisters. How was family life? 
mint class holidays every year. Right. Eye and obviously, until I was 16, I left school. Then I was doing training courses, but in doing all right. And then as soon as I hit, like, left and went to the hospitals, through here, that's when I started hanging around with all the wrong people, like, who are four with my friends. And so you had a relatively good start in I had life? A, I had a midlife, past life, like in school. Went to Disneyland Paris, that was my first time abroad with school. Really? Yeah, yeah, and then that was, that was in year six. Um, I went to the Barcelona and the new camp, got pictures, like, holding the UEFA Champions League Cup with my dad. Yeah. It's all good memories, and then I always think about it every night, and it's, it depresses, it's like it does affect mental health, and more think about it. But so, bad, bad life choices then? Yeah, like, see, like, if I have a drink, it affects it even more because I think about it and you know so what, what why does it affect you because like in what's on your mind at the time we are thinking see if I'm depressed or sad or down at time and have a drink to, to me it's trying to feel better you know, it makes it feel worse you know what I mean so it's a spiral yeah yeah so so really you're plagued by mistakes you made yeah a long time ago. Yeah, what I'm thinking is going to make us feel better. It's not as making us bad. It's going to make us feel better. Like so your mental health's been affected by that, by, by the alcohol, by the drugs, drugs yeah. and the never-ender cycle of not being able yeah. to get out of that situation. It's a of friends. It's hard to get out of as well, yeah. If you were given like a magic token in life to be able to get out of this situation, what would that magic token do for you? That's, that's quite a tricky one. That basically, I just want to be off the streets. I want to have somewhere. I want, I want a girlfriend. I want a family. You know what I mean? I want, I want to live life. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit here. People talking down the way. Do you feel as if that's what happens when you sat here? Uh, people cast judgment a little bit. Like, walk past it, I don't want to exist. Or, but you do get genuine people like yourself. And yeah. like, your time to stop talking to me, like, that, that's enough for me. Um, How dangerous is it on the street? It, it's, it's scary, you know, because I've had knives to my food, I've been involved. You've had knives to your throat? Yeah, I've had knives to my food, I've been, been hit, hit with stuff, with plants and woods, everything, you know what I mean? Who, who are for the other homeless just, people or just just generally people that I don't know just you know, people I want to drink and so it's really dangerous for you yeah, to be here as like, well it is I that's why on a night you try and find somewhere safe you know what I mean so which brings me on to a question where where there's people who oh, who, who live oh, in homeless. on the streets in Sunderland where would you sleep a typical it's place got, like got pictures you know what I mean like you find like on the pictures you go find somewhere safe because so you've yeah, all got an area where you would yeah, go and not just like not to look you want to find yourself find your neighbor and yeah like you find somewhere safe because especially when there's a camera on here because when you being robbed when it's getting robbed and knives up your throat and that hand going with money so people will do that yeah, that's what people do like lower lives like Seriously? Seems that's what you get from here. That's heartbreaking. And it's like through Newcastle, I've been worse from there. 
like in French or Kelly, I don't know the word, or bless his soul. Then he, he, the, he got the, the killed him, you know what I mean? The, they killed him? Uh, he, like, he, he was he was, he was dating tablets at the time, he had a drink, he got his back dating money, but he had all his back dating money and cash and anything, like, on him. Yeah. So the, I think it's a it's planned attack. So they knew he had the money? I saw the planned it and attacked. He's took tablets out of the drink, and I've heard that he doesn't use heroin, and he's been heroin people in his system. So, so about uh, talking about drugs, you've, you've seen other people affected by drugs yeah, yeah. yourself who've been affected by drugs. Friends, lost, uh, friends, In what ways has drugs affected you? Affected me. Yeah. You're sitting on the streets out. So yeah. drugs has played a direct role yeah. in you being on the street. Why? Been with a wrong crowd and went just down on life, depressed and. So it affecting your brain. Yeah, and just thinking, trying to think that things are me to block it out. And to block out what memories? Like just all like I like bad like all the good times I'm thinking about. And which makes it depressed. So I think, oh, I'll have a couple of cans, fucking, like, try and block it out. Then uh, you're sitting there, I'm awake, I can't sleep, so I'll have a couple of drinks of rain, and then that makes it paranoid. And Does it? Uh, just, 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 so it's a never ending cycle? It's just a vicious circle, that's all it is. What advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? What I would love to do as a job is to be like a chief and life worker, going like on outreach, helping the homeless, just being, without being in this position. I want to, like, in the next five years, I want to see myself not sitting here, but helping people who's been in my position. That's quite an honourable thing to say. Because so someone who's in your position yeah, on the streets, you still can find it in your heart to want to help people. Like, uh, I really like, do hope that you can have that in life and if you can get something positive from the day from me i wish you all the best of luck brother go up and change it for us it's only something only up to me no one can do it for us it's only up to me so it's like i like see no one then it's not doesn't just come beyond a play you've got to go out and go out and get it yeah. Well, thanks, Paul, mate. I appreciate your time. Right, and I wish you all the very best of luck.